And we're back live right here on the playoff edition. First ever playoff edition right here on the NFL Draft Cash. You've been rolling with us all year. 18 weeks of lineups back and forth. And now we get to have fun with all six games. And the playoff is a completely different atmosphere. Completely different atmosphere. You know, it also is a different atmosphere. WindailySports.com. It's different than any other site that you've ever been on. So you got to make sure that WindailySports.com, you get your seven days free premium right now. Okay, but also with all the partners that we have and the membership options that we have, I can tell you right now, you're not going to get those kind of options anywhere else. So make sure you get involved, like this show, subscribe to this channel, and get over WindailySports.com and Make sure you click. Listen, it's very easy. Click on partners. Tons of options right there, but also our projection models and our prop models that we're going to get into tonight. But, boys, we had six games. We've had a ton of NFL news, ton of NFL news, big, big t- college news that the almighty Nick Saban retires, which I, I kind of saw that coming because came out that he was getting annoyed with the the NIL and and all the different programs are coming out. He's an old school dude, right? So I didn't see Pete Carroll coming. I still don't know what to take from that. Uh, I'm going to get your guys' opinion on that before we get into that because, you know, they didn't say he's gone. They're elevating him to a different role in the organization, but then he comes out and says, yo, I'm not tired. I got tons of energy, man. I'm ready to go. So very curious to see what happens there. But, Jay, listen, man, you know, talking about strategy, this is playoffs. To me, you throw everything out the window. This is a brand new, everybody zero zero. How you attacking when you look at the playoff atmosphere? A couple things, man. Remember, we're in January. So weather is going to play a factor in some of these games. We don't have to worry about Houston, Cleveland. They're playing in a dome. But Kansas City is going to be like negative zero three four five six somewhere in that range um i don't see any wind as of right now but there's concerns it's gonna be super cold and tua and the dolphins you know i don't know if you want to take prior records into account but they don't play too well in the cold so that's one thing and miami's banged up so it's cold but it's not windy as of yet there might be some light snow we got to check in on the weather now buffalo on the other hand it's gonna be cold like 20 degrees, wind chill probably brings it to like 5 to 10 degrees, 25-mile-an-hour sustained winds, 52-mile-an-hour gust. I put it in my article at winddailysports.com. Maybe some light snow for a cherry on top. Now, I bet Stefan Diggs and George Pickens' numbers when they came out, they were way too low. I didn't know this weather was coming. The number held. I might hedge if it gets a little crazy and a little hectic at, at a certain time, maybe – you know, Friday or Saturday, I'll see how that goes. But definitely look at the weather. Those are two games that, you know, have concern around them. The other games, you have, you know, a game in the Dome in Dallas, don't worry about it. A game in the Dome in the Lions, don't worry about it. A game in Tampa, don't worry about it. So it's really just the Buffalo game and Kansas City game. So those two games, factor in, see what's going on. Um, blowout potential in Buffalo. I don't think anybody's going to play any Steelers. You know, maybe get different. Najee Harris, you know, Jalen Warren. The run game, maybe there's an upset there, but I don't see it happening. You know, Buffalo's favored by 10. So factor in Vegas, factor in the weather. And then my advice, we're going to do, just to help everybody out, uh, we're going to do a Saturday to Monday slate, get involved in all six games when we draft our teams and do our draft ads. But really focusing on what slate you feel best about. If it's just a Saturday only or just a Saturday-Sunday or it's a Sunday I would suggest putting all your, you know, your energy, your research, your thoughts, your time, your money, 
you know, really lock in like 70, 80, 90% of that into one slate. If you want to dabble in some showdowns, you want to dabble in a Saturday to Monday slate, go right ahead. But really lock into one slate, lock it down, focus in, and then build it like a showdown lineup a little bit where, look, it's going to be a lot of overlap in a Saturday, only two-game slate. There's going to be quite a few overlap in the Saturday, Sunday, because nobody's going to be playing Steelers. So try to get different in spots. Try to overstack a game, understack a game, spread it out, double tight end. Whatever works, just get a little bit different at a running back spot. Um, a lot of things will shake out. It's the playoffs. There'll be gadget plays. There'll be guys trying to give guys touchdowns. There could be anything that goes down. So play it different, play it smart, lock into one, and then also obviously check the weather. Check the weather. That's always going to be important. Man, that's cold. Listen, Kansas City already had issues catching a ball, and now they got to catch you know the ball that's going to look like a brick and feel like a brick, right? So it's amazing, man. Just you know, it's very unpredictable, Dave. It's always unpredictable. And Jason talked about treating it like a showdown lineup. So my question to you is because you know, like I said, you throw all stats out the window, but if you treat it like a showdown lineup. You know, what are you going by? Are you going more towards what the matchups are? Or are you saying, you know what? Everybody's zero zero. I don't care if they're number one defense in the NFL is playing right now. If I'm playing up against them, I don't know if they're still number one because the playoffs now, because we're going through that in Philadelphia. We don't know what team the Eagles are going to show up as. So how do you kind of prepare for these lineups? Yeah, Tony, good question. Yeah, look at a wide slate like a six gamer. If you go Saturday, Monday. I, I will tend to game stack one or two games that I really like. I'll look at Vegas with the over-unders. I'll try and get – and we've already seen it with the Rams, Lions, and, and Jay mentioned the Browns with the Texans playing indoors. And the Eagles, Bucks have a decent total too. So uh, a few of those games there, I'll look to game stack. I'll look to run back. I'll probably play somewhere in the four- to five-player range and then fill in ones here and there. Otherwise, I, I tend to think that's a good area to, to kind of play these – you know, long playoff um, slates. But the other point you made about how do I attack it? I do look at matchups and where I mean matchups, and this is probably what you mean. I, like you said, if you're the number one defense, that's schedule dependent sometimes, right? I'm going to look at DVOA a little bit, but I'm going to look at matchups of cornerbacks versus receivers. I'm going to look at how number two is fair against certain defenses and how defenses play against, you know, different offenses. I'm going to try and dial that in because I've seen it in the past. I've seen the Michael Gallops win these, uh, you know, these takedowns. I've seen the number twos, the number threes really come up big in certain situations. And if you have the right data, if you're following the right places, you'll get it. So um, definitely got to analyze the matchups. And with only six games, you can do that. It's not like 12 or 13 or 14. You can really get in there and start to look at defensive tendencies. Defensive tendencies. I like that. It's so true, man. Defensive tendencies. And I'll tell you what, all the teams are on defensive right now because nobody knows whose job is safe. Nobody knows who's going where. But that's okay because we're not drafting head coaches. We're drafting players. And I, I'm, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm very curious to see a bunch of things, how they break out, right? How are they going to break? I'm, I'm very interested in this Cleveland-Houston game. Uh, you know, I, I want to, will Houston continue to excel? Will Cleveland continue to be that top dog defense, right? Uh, so, so many different things. Is KC going to show up? Are they going to be the same team, right? Are they going to be the same team? Does does Miami have it? Who knows? Is, is weather that bad in Pittsburgh, that bad The Buffalo is going to run the doors off? I still think the Rams can sleep out a really good win against Detroit. I like the Rams this week. Dallas, I think, steamrolls over Green Bay. And then the Philly. Tampa game 
Uh, you know, again, it, you know, they make us wait, Dave, till Monday night. You know, they 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 grow us out all weekend, Dave, right? They, they make us wait, your, Dave. They make us they, wait. The correct word: they extend your season, Bill. They extend yeah. the season an extra day or two. I well, don't know about I, that. I find it funny, and and I don't. I'm not going to say yet where I'm going, but <laughs> Jordan Love ended with the second most touchdown passes in the NFL this year at 31. Um, Dallas tends to struggle with a pass defense. They're pretty good up front and can create the pressure. And if you saw it, he's 18 to one touchdown ratio, 18 to one Jordan love in the past seven weeks. I wouldn't discredit green Bay's chances just yet. We'll see. There's no. a, but to your point, there's a lot of really cool matchups, right? You got, and the, the stories are just so crazy. You got, you know, Perfect. Cleveland going yeah. to Houston where they traded for Deshaun Watson. You got Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. What a yep. great matchup. Um, Obviously, Rico and KC. Yes, that. yes, and then you have you know Green Bay and Dallas with Mike McCarthy. Could the, could Green Bay and Mike McCarthy's coaching reign in Dallas? So that's why I kind of get into that. But let's let's answer this one. Is Philly no? Even though yes. I even though yes. I will tell you, I might want him going. I don't think he's going. He's going already. I'm telling you right I now, he's hope- going already. Yeah, you going think already. So? Yeah. Yes. The smoke's already out. They, yeah, it came out today. The smoke's already out. He There's already a leak him. saying that 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 it, you know if he if he loses, you know his his job's in question. His job's already in question, man. I'm telling you right now, it's gone. They they are not happy. This is not the way it happened. And there's a struggle going on. He's already gone. So good coaches out there too. Let's talk about good coaches and the coaching carousel that we're seeing now. Jay, where's Belichick going to go? Oh. I don't know, man. I think L.A. makes the most sense for him. You know, I think him and Harbaugh are fighting for that Chargers job. You know, you got Herbert. You got the quarterback. You got some weapons around it. It's sunny. It's L.A. Belichick coming from the cold. He's getting a little bit older. Why not go to L.A.? So I think either Belichick or Harbaugh, number one spot for them would be L.A. Um, That's my thoughts on those two coaches. I think Rabel – He's a guy that, you know, I would want as, you know, as a coach, but he's kind of old school. So, you don't know what he's going to do, you New know, England. defensive mind. And maybe he goes to, he, maybe he goes back to New England. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. So if Belichick's out, Rabel probably goes to New England. Not really sure about Carroll. Who knows? Nick Saban might already have a job linked up in the NFL, you know, all because he's saying he's coming out of the NCAA. Kind of shocking, but maybe he had a couple talks already. You know, that guy. If he wants to go somewhere, he's probably going to get a job wherever he goes to. So, I don't know. I'm not really focusing too too locked in on his coaches. They're going to make their decisions. You know, my guess is as good as yours, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, Tony, what do you think about Belichick? Because there's also rumors East Coast. I, I think he stays in New England. Yeah. I think he stays in New England because – you know, I, I go by reports, man. Like, I, that's the way I look at things. I try to read between the lines. And I think the whole point of the, the split was because he has full control, and I don't think they want him to have full control anymore. And it came out that all of a sudden now Bill says, hey, he's willing to take less control wherever he goes. He's staying, man. I'm telling you right now, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. He will stay in New England, man. I stay in New England till the end of time. And he's not going one- anywhere. The one, and I like the LA theory. I like the New England theory, and I'll add the third, maybe Washington, just because he graduated from the Naval Academy, very close there by jumping over to go to Annapolis. Um, could have some say in there to bring you know his buddy 
um, that got fired by the Raiders. Uh, you know, McDaniel, Josh McDaniel back in. So we'll see. We'll see. Definitely a lot of things in play here. But, uh, you know, Black Monday is just as fun as playoffs. But playoffs are here. So I'm ready to rock. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Let's let, let, let's get to the pickings, man. No pun intended. All right. Let me bring up the screen here. Who's going first this week, man? Is that so last is week, ladder man over here with the big win again last week? Yeah, he's in. He's in. He got he definitely got the dub last week. Three players over 30 points. Jason hit that he stole from me, by the way. But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. CD yeah. Lamb and Amonra. Oh, <laughs> uh, great, great week in tie in the tie rod. And uh, Slayton Connection was really good as well. So, Tyrod Ladder, man. The Tyrod Ladder I had bro. over his 220, and then I had over 250, and then over 275. He had like 240 at half. And yep. this dude made me sweat those last 30 yards. Like, he got hurt for a second, and then the Giants just, you know, went away. And the for a second? They were basically, that was the yeah, first half. He, he, yeah, I'm saying no. He got hurt half. in the first half. That yeah. got me scared. And then like he yeah. came back, and then this happened, and that. I'm like, all right, now they want to get Shepard still the ball. I'm like, all right, maybe I have a chance. It was it was, it was game over, you know, pretty much with the third. I need like ten more yards, and they have a penalty call. But it was pretty clear, pretty easy. It went for like two ninety six. Um, I didn't bet the three hundred, so I got a nice juice there. Hit the slain, hit a ladder. Evan Ingram, Mike Evans was a dud for me. Yeah. Um, and he could have had it on the first play, like literally, like the first drive. Evans first catch, Evans second catch, and Evans wide open for like 50, 60 yards, probably running in for a touchdown. Cleared everything, and Baker just does Baker things and doesn't. Ah, oh, come on! And then, and then on top of that, you got the shark situation. Like, dude scored a touchdown, he fumbled out the end zone, and yep. because of that, then Tampa's up six nothing. It would have been seven six. Tampa would have the score. So it kind of ruined the whole flow of the game. Same thing with Stephon Diggs, man. I had Diggs, you know, ladder props on whatever was Monday night or Sunday night. He cleared his regular prop by half, only needed like 34 yards. He's grooving. And then Hardy returns out for a touchdown. And then they run the clock out and Diggs going to get another one. Hit like three quarters of the ladder, but the big one's up top. I missed by like two yards and 12 yards. So that what kind game, of stuff. But What game did you watch? Hardy tied it. They had to drive down the field to – so no, 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 I'm saying, but prior to that, like that whole drive could have been a dig drive, you know? So if that was a one. dig. The next one, he caught like a pass or two, and then they, whatever, they scored however they scored. I don't yeah. remember exactly. And then the game was over. Then he never threw the ball again. Miami, yeah. yeah, Miami needed force OT or whatever, but they didn't get another look to him. So kind of sucked, but uh, profitable week. I got some props up too. Um, Dale, let me ask you a question, you know, before we get into this. I did bet um, Stephon Diggs again, and I did bet George Pickens. Um, the lines are too low when they came out. Um, other books adjusted back down. Now with the weather, 25-mile-an-hour sustained wind. Stephon Diggs at 60 yards. Pickens at 40 yards. Should I hedge out on this thing if I really see the weather stay in that on that side? 25-mile-an-hour winds or – is it just quick tosses to Diggs, quick tosses? Pickens not that guy. Pickett, but it's 40 yards. So it's like, do you really worry? Do you not worry? Do you hedge out and just say, you know, I don't want to deal with this win? Because I can hedge out middle maybe for a yard or two, but this weather is kind of concerning. Now, I didn't know it prior to making those bets. I'm, I I would say hedge out on Pickens, stick in with Diggs. Josh Allen's arm is a cannon. 
It's going to go through the wind. I'm not as concerned. And Diggs, like you said, will catch some bubble screens and will still be effective. Yeah. Like Pickens is a straight down the field receiver. Deontay right. Johnson takes all the little stuff. Can Rudolph get it outside the hashes in that wind? I'm not sure. So I, I might hedge on Pickens, but I, I still feel okay with Diggs. I really do. Okay, yeah, I'm probably going to ride it out. You know, maybe one, you know, he's going one way. He's got 25 mile an hour winds behind him, one, one toss to pick. Yeah. So True. we'll see what happens, man. If it, if it gets point. worse and it's but like it 30 to 40. Is it sideways? Yeah, if it's sideways, then, then I'm fucked. Then, then it's game over for everybody. But we'll see what happens there. I'll go number two here. Uh, we have a pretty big slate, so I'm not too worried about getting sniped too much here. So uh, I'll go number two. I don't know who finished elsewhere but uh i'll go to like, on this one i'm second so i will stay at three yeah i like okay. it i'll just stay where i'm at i'm good you gotta be one now unless whatever unless unless we're giving the audience a, a pick I'll, I'll go one it don't matter no no let's do no audience here because it's it's only six games three teams it'd be too much yeah. uh to mess I around like with here so Tone, you Yo, are did, up did, first, Wait a minute. Did, did Stephen A. call Jason Whitlock a bitch and a fat piece of shit? Yeah, so that there? bastard, I think. I don't, yeah, I, yes. I, I didn't see the whole thing, but he wow. had Wow. I'll give you yeah. the, long, the, the the short of it. Jason Whitlock eviscerated him the other day and pretty much. Is that what happened? Because I, I was wondering. Yeah. yeah so the funniest thing about Jason Whitlock, though, before you go, because I didn't hear it, Tone, was like a week and a half ago, he posted like a screenshot of his computer and saying, you know, I don't know why ESPN or whatever, whatever site he was on is allowing all these advertisers on there. And it's like a big porn ad. And he didn't realize that like you get oh. targeted with the shit that you see. So he put himself on blast for like obviously watching porn. And he had no idea. He posted it up on Twitter. And everyone's like, dude, do you not know how advertising oh works? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but and then I saw this. Today. I didn't get to see it, but I saw him, you know, the intro saying he said to his priest and this person, he's going to, you know, crucify this dude. And he definitely called him a fat bastard, like, prior to the rant that now Dave's going to explain to us. Wow. I, the rant was a, a little off, but, I mean, he pretty much called Stephen A. Smith a puppet. Going to racist too, which I thought was really funny because really I, I, I feel like Whitlock likes to take certain angles sometimes. So it's like yeah, an odd way for him to attack. And then, but then he explained that Stephen A knows nothing about sports. That's really where his root argument was, and that ESPN only puts non-controversial um, people, like people that will meet their agenda. And Stephen A, he'll just create and stir and run away, but really not know anything. And he just was beating him up. I don't know if it had something to do with the national championship game, him hanging out with Jordan and stuff, but it was like right after that. I'm just surprised he came. I mean, I know it was on his his own show, but still, I mean, well, you're, I'm surprised ESPN doesn't say nothing about that. You know what I mean? Like, he said, like he uh, said, he asked ESPN if he can do it. He asked his priest or some shit like that if yeah. he can do it. He asked his family if he could do it. It's all theatrics, though, man. I don't know. I agree. I, I agree. agree. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He likes to no. stir the pot. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Likes I, to stir the pot. I've met him in person a handful of times as he was a reporter and inquirer here in Philadelphia before he got up there. And, um, yeah, he's all right. But to me, I just can't listen. I just can't. It's yeah. it's unwatchable. But that's I'm my with you on that. <laughs> That's my opinion. But with that, Tony, you want to lead it off? Sure, man. Absolutely. Um, not a problem. Uh, I'm I'm going I'm going quarterback. 
right off the bat. Don't care. Don't care what people think. I'm going with Matt Stafford. Uh, I, I, I love the matchup. I love the price. Uh, I'm not paying up. I'm not paying high. I'm going Stafford, going home. Listen, this is his spot, man. They said he couldn't play anymore. He's had a hell of a year. Still think Hurts should have made the Pro, Pro Bowl instead of him. That's another topic for another day. But still, very, very, very good comeback year this year for Stafford. Uh, I'm rolling with him, man. I think he's going to be a very, very valuable piece in the DFS lineup this weekend. Great pick. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, this 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 Saturday to Monday slate is actually like semi-stacked. Like there's a lot of different ways you can go about building. Um, I'm going to go running back here. I think that's one of like the lighter spots. And I will go with one of Tony's favorite guys, Rashad White. Yeah, I think they're going to be able to score on Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm not so confident in Baker. So I think they try to, you know, just get White involved any way, any shape, or any form. Gets in the end zone at 6900 Fair price on him. So I'll go Rashad White, just pure volume play here, and, and hopefully gets into the end zone. Yeah, good pick. I, I, I like it. The Eagles used to have a good rushing defense. Not anymore. So I do think they'll gain yards on the ground. Um, speaking of ground, you know, with the wind forecast, um, even though I do think Allen will get the ball going a little bit, I do think it's going to be a James Cook game. So I'm going to start with him. Um, I think Buffalo, at times, they did in the Miami game, decides to commit to the run. They did it in the Dallas game. When they do that, they can become really effective. And then to top that off, got to get a receiver. Like you said, Jace, there's so many good ones out there. This is a, a semi, like, fully stacked slate. But, um, yeah, I'm going to – yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go Puka. I know that's probably where Tony wanted to go, but I just it was it was. I just love this guy, and I still think you can run him out there without Stafford. Would I love to? If we were drafting dumps, absolutely. That stack, like you said, sixty five hundred is great for a quarterback, but I yep. think seventy two hundred is great for a receiver of his nature. Okay, I'm like gonna go, I'm gonna go. I believe it's my turn. I'm gonna go with Amon Ra. Um, you know, it's going to be a high-scoring affair, Rams and Detroit. I like this game a bunch. So I'll go Amon Ra here, and hopefully Goff can get him the ball, and he hopefully doesn't choke. And, and even if he does, hopefully he throws some picks in order to, to make it happen. But give me Amon Ra in the spot. Absolutely. Good pick. Yo, he, he did good last week, right? He good, did. And that, yes, sir. Actually, it was him. I was just so much over. volume. And, and then also, yeah. look, Laporta is not going to play either. You know, so with Laporta out here, too, or most likely out doubtful, there should just be more touches from him around the spot. Yep. I like it. All right, like Tony. It. All right. Well, since since Dave took my, uh, my, my Puka play, that's okay. That's not a problem. I, you know, like we said, there, I think receiver is, is very plentiful. Uh, so to speak, this weekend. And, you know, I'm going to run Stafford probably naked now. So I'm going to flip the script and go with my other favorite comment. Jimmy alluded to it in the comments. But I'm going to go Amari Cooper. Uh, I, I really like him in this matchup. Listen, I'm not worried about the heel. The, I'm the, you know, listen, most of that was rest. There was no there was no potential for him to even play in Week 18 because of the, the nature of, you know, they've already locked it up. It didn't matter. So I think that this connection with Flacco has just showed that that team is lost 
uh, with any other quarterback. And, you know, now Joe's a veteran. And, and listen, the 200-yard games have just been amazing. And then I'm going to go against our boys, man. Uh, listen, you know, this this Eagles team is a complete mess. It's a it's in complete dysfunction. I have no idea what's going on in the secondary. And even though Slay should be back, Riffy's back, I, you know, he's not going to lock anybody down. But, you know, he does always halt the top receivers. But it's never the top receivers that kill his Eagles. It's always the second and the third guy. And Chris Godwin is a matchup nightmare for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think he is going to destroy that secondary in the middle of the field. So I'm going to go Chris Godwin and Cooper as my two receivers. Tony, I was torn between Nakua and Cooper. I was, I yeah, was like, I was, I, well, it, that's the funny thing. So was, I was, I, I had Puka in there, but I was like, if he's gone, I'm going to run him naked and I'm going to go Cooper. Can you see where I was going? It's like, I know you'll take Puka. Yep. So maybe I'm going to roll the dice and Cooper. That's why I hesitate. I was like, I'll take a chance. But yeah, Cooper yeah. put up 56 on the Texans list. Now you're not going to replicate uh, that, but no, it's still going to be a great matchup. Yep. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Love it. All right, Jay. Yeah. Factoring in the, the cold weather here, not to say that Mahomes can't play in the cold, but give me Pacheco. He's actually getting there targets now. Um, he's getting targets now as well. Miami is so banged up in this spot, you know, offensively, defensively. I think Casey kind of got a gift here. Not to say that Miami can't pull off this win, but I think we see a lot of Pacheco. 6.4, you know, fairly priced. You know all the volume is going to him. There's no CEH really going to take anything away. So as long as he stays healthy through this game, he will stay on the field, score a touchdown or two, and now he's catching passes. So I'll enjoy watching him run 6.4. Um, he's going to be heavily owned, I feel like, especially like in the Saturday-only slate. But, you know, spreading out to Monday, he's, he's in a really good spot here. So I'll go uh, Pacheco. All right. I like it. I like it. So I'll breathe a little sigh of relief here. I'm going to take my tight end here and David and Joku. I just uh, man, Dave. That's why it's in my side of the lead. Uh, I thought uh, Jay might go there. This guy's he's in my line. I'm sitting right here. Yeah, I was going to take him. I just didn't know. I'll well take him out. Yeah, yeah. 24 All points right. average past four games, like you guys know. With Flacco back there, it's Cooper, it's in Joku, and this passing game is electric. So um, I like him. That gives me a little flexibility where I decide to go QB later. Not sure yet, but I'm not going to go there now. And um, I'm actually going to dial up one other one here. And I think, yeah, they say he's questionable, but I still, I like what the Steelers have done with this guy. I'm going to go Najee Harris as my other Ooh, running back. Okay. Um, Buffalo's kind of one weakness is their rush defense. And again, in that game, the two running backs and, and project that maybe we get some high, you know, high carries. Najee's 26, 27 carries past two weeks. No, that's a good call. Definitely. And he scored know. touchdowns. Uh, I'm, I'm still pissed off about Najee the other day, man. I had him for plus 1,700, 50 yards first half, 50 yards second half. He finished the first half of 48, and then he blew through the 50 in the second half. So I just missed the seventeen hundred by, and I had a hundred bucks on it by two yards in the first half, oh. and then and then the salt on the wound. I had Najee and Warren to combine for one fifty, and early they they ran anytime, yes. anytime Warren or Harris run outside, they go for losses. Like it happened in the first 
the first half a couple of times, which that's the reason why I lost the Harris one. But they're at 150. I was live on Sirius. There's like two minutes left in the game. It's like third and whatever at the goal line, like third and three. They run it. Najee's in the back. They run like a like a whatever reverse kind of or, or, or sweep to Warren sliding in, and they fake the ball to Harris, and Warren goes negative five. They went from 150 back to 145, and I lose that bet. Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, could have been like a huge day nailing both of those bets, but. Yeah, I got burned by Harris. He's getting a ton of volume. It looks good. It's sneaky. I think it's a sneaky play for, you know, the Sunday slate or the Saturday-Sunday slate. I don't think a lot of people are going to be going to anybody on Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he's definitely the safest guy on Pittsburgh. So I do like that call a bunch. Um, interesting way to build here. I'm going to go with one of my favorite value plays on the board, and I'll go Jamison Williams. 3.5 um, at the wide receiver spot. You know, his his targets are creeping up. He's getting more, you know, big throws here. If Goff can hit him, playoff, you know, back and forth with the Rams, I think Jamison could be big in this game. Um, Amon Ra is going to get the volume, but Jamison can score a touchdown at 3,500. Not too many other wide receivers at that price tag. And he needs some value here to stack up in other spots. So, Jamison, big play guy, GPP guy. You know, take shots on guys like that because there's not too many guys, like I said. You know, maybe like, you know, I'm not going to mention it right now. There's a couple other guys in that in that range. I think he's got the most upside. So that's why I'm going to roll with Jamison Williams at 3,500. Yep, and you're one big play away, and he could do it. So I like that chance down there. All right, Tony, to you. Yeah, man, listen, I, I'm going to go – here with a little value, I think. I mean, value for me because under five grand. Uh, his guy's been a target monster the last two weeks, and he didn't do many much with the targets last week. But when you're getting 16 targets in two weeks on an offense that's rolling on a team that's going to zero in on that number one target and CD Lamb eventually, I like Brandon Cooks, man. I think Brandon Cooks is going to make a name for himself in these playoffs. Uh, he's exactly what you need in the playoffs as a you know, he's a very good route runner. He he he, he doesn't mind going across the middle. And again, when you're playing Green Bay. And they have fast linebackers. They like to bring them linebackers up a lot. So I think that Brandon Cooks will have a really good game based on volume. And I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Stephon Diggs, man. Like at the end of the day, in the playoffs, it, the big players play big games. It's just it's just who they are, man. And and Pittsburgh has shown me nothing to be able to cover these top receivers. So I'm going to go Stephon Diggs with a big big day this week. All right. I like it. I like it. And, you know, you have seen they, they've started to feed them. So, yep. Um, could that be a sign this week? All right, Jay. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit off the board right here. And I'm going to go. I thought Tony's going to just do it. So, I'm going to do it right now. I don't have as much faith in uh, the Pittsburgh offense. Um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo defense. Seeing that weather report, you know, 25 mile an hour wins, I'm pretty much going to fade this game. I don't dislike Josh Allen or James Cook or Stephon Diggs, but on the Pittsburgh side of things, they're going to bring pressure to Mason Rudolph. This is a nightmare for Rudolph. Going into Buffalo with 25-mile-an-hour winds, freezing cold, I think he's going to have a bunch of trouble here, and I think you know Buffalo finds a way to get to this kid and bring a lot of pressure. So I think they're going to be the top defense on the board. Dallas is great. Cleveland is great, but they're going against offenses that are at least good. I think Pittsburgh's offense is going to really struggle in this one. So I'll pay up a little bit 
I know there's some cheap guys out there, you know, on, on a defensive side of things, but in this spot, just to beat you two guys, I'm going to go Buffalo here. But I'd be willing to take shots on KC, willing to take shots on even the Rams trying to, you know, get to Jared Goff or even the Steelers on the opposite side of this win game. But I'm going to pay up and be a little different at 3,500. All right. Well, you said it, so I'll just do it. I'm taking the Chiefs. They're my one of my favorite defenses this week at 2,900 in that weather. We just saw Dolphins get shut out by Buffalo in the second half. I only scored 14 for the entire game, and one was, you know, they were getting gifted turnovers left and right too. So I really have concerns about the Dolphins' offense. And then I'm going to go with the one guy that just, to me, has really shined lately. I mean, he didn't get the touchdowns last week, but still got over 100 yards. And we talked about the passing offense earlier. I mean, he's had four straight games of 17 or more. Jaden Reed uh, – you know, 57, yeah, it's probably right where he needs to be, but I really like this rookie. Um, I like the Packers passing offense. You just don't know what you're going to get out of anyone else. He's been consistent. I'll take Reed. Well, that's a good call there, too. Um, I'm going to flip it around here. I know this is not a good matchup for this guy, but the volume is going to hopefully get him through it. Um, he had a big game against Baltimore, and I respect that defense. So give me the volume of Kieran Williams or Kyron Williams, however you want to you know pronounce it. Rush defense for Detroit, solid, but he's catching passes. He's heavily involved in the offense, and touchdowns are going to be paramount, um, especially with some lower scoring games. So I'm going to stack up the three running backs here and hopefully get that value out of Kieran at 7,300. All right, all right. I like it. I should have took my running back. I held off, man. I was like, yo, these dudes got four. Nobody's rolling three running backs, so I'll be safe. Boom. <laughs> they take some right off the board from me. Unbelievable. That's all right. No big deal. We pivot. That's fine. Um, listen, I'm going to go again. Stick to the Buffalo game. Uh, I'm with I, I'm with Dave. I trust Josh Allen's arm more than anybody in the NFL. And what I trust his arm with is is those little dinks and dunks and those little, you mm-hmm. know, five-yard outs. So, so give me some Dalton Kincaid who's really become a volume for the last two weeks. Again, uh, I, I'm going strictly by target volume here, and I think in this game, if, even if they do get up and they kind of collapse the playbook a little bit, I think that's going to speak very well uh, for Dalton Kincaid. So give me him, and then I'll take my first running back, man. Like You know, Dave took uh, Najee Harris. I'm a Jalen Warren guy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love me. I love Warren all year. I, I You know, I look at the fact that, Buffalo can, can can be beat on the edges, and a lot of Jalen Warren's long runs are sweeps to the edges or when he cuts outside. So I think he could have the ability to break a couple. Uh, whether he scores or not remains to be seen, but I think his yards per carry will be uh, good enough at 5,100 for a running back. All right. I like it. I like it. I do. I, it's like, to me, it's a coin flip in that backfield. They get even amount of carries. I, he gets a couple yep. more um catches but then the touchdown so it's like whoever gets the big play you know what i mean like literally like or the touchdown you know it's like one or the other maybe for this slate hopefully Najee scores and maybe warren gets a couple big plays and they you know they base have almost the same point total you know what i mean yep yep all right i like it over to you jay all right it's getting tougher out here um i need some value and i'm pretty much Oh, man. Just in case you go this way. I don't think you're going to go this way, Dave, but just in case. I'm building this stack out. I think you're going to go – I don't even know what you're going to go. Maybe you go Flacco. But I was originally going to go Flacco, and then I kind of pivoted 
late. Flacco's been awesome, man. Like every single game, he's putting up 20 points. I want to see him make a run in the playoffs. I respect the hat of him. I hope he wins a comeback player of the year. But I'm going to go against my original thought, which is usually the wrong plan. But I'm going to go with uh, Tony Mo- Tony's most hated quarterback, Jared Goff, um, at home. So I got this stack. So it's because of the lineup build here. Am I in love with Goff? No. Do I probably end up with Flacco over Goff? Possibly. But the way – you know, I'm, I'm treating this more like a best ball, to be honest with you. It's the way things fell to me. And for anybody out there who hasn't done playoff best ball, I, I did some research today. And kind of off-tangent here, I started building lineups on DraftKings. If you get in on it, hit me up on Discord. I'll kind of give you my strategy. But you really got to sell out um, more so than any DFS, more so than any other best ball. And you're trying to pick a team that you think are going to make the you know the Super Bowl. And you got to get as many pieces so when you make it to the Super Bowl, you have a full roster. You know, so you got to get like four or five players from that team through. And, you know, in this situation, like I've been targeting a lot of Bills, a lot of Ravens, a lot of, you know, Niners when you can. You know, certain teams are tougher to stack up because other people are trying to do similar strategies. And some people don't even know what they're doing. So they're just taking random players and like you're trying to build out your stack and then they randomly spike you. So you got to build out the strategy. You got to sell out. You're not trying to just win that week. So you're not trying to make the best lineup for week one of the playoffs. So if you stack up Baltimore, San Fran guys, you got to sell out for the Super Bowl, but then you also do have to make a lineup that can get past this first round. So there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. Make sure you're looking at the bracket. You don't want teams to be facing off in round one. A lot of those people facing off and a lot of teams facing off in round two. You want to be strategic and sell out for these matchups, sell the story throughout. So similar in this lineup, like I was looking around, I ended up going on my run and, Jamison Williams and, and Kieran Williams. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let me go golf over Flacco. It makes more sense with this lineup. So if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. But similar GPPs and best balls go for the top. You know, you're not going to make money if you're just like cashing one week and then missing out and then cashing and missing out. You, you can't be min cashing. You got to hit some big ones in between. So that's what this lineup here is trying to do here. So I'll go golf, go against my gut. And, uh, Let's see if um, Big Dave goes with Flacco here because he's gotten a Joku there. That was a pivot that screwed it all up. I had a Joku, and then when I didn't get in the Joku, I'm like, screw it, I'll go Detroit. Yeah, I don't know if I have to uh, go golf just yet. You guys got your quarterback, so I'll wait and leave the drama for the last pick in the draft. So uh, <laughs> right now, I, I'm i going to put my eggs in a basket that's been pretty empty all year. But, you know, they had a little time to figure this thing out. They both sat in week 18. And I just think the playoffs are a different animal, and they're going to wake up a little bit. Give me Travis Kelsey in my flex ooh, spot. Ooh, yeah, I thought well, about that. Me. I thought about that, too. Yeah, it's, it, if it's not now, then we really got to start questioning if yep. this guy has completely lost it, right? Yep. Um, yep. But I, I think, you know, there's a good – and now, like you said, might be a record low – um, playoff game temperature in Kansas City with the wind chills minus 10. Um, but can still, you know, there's a chance we can still move that ball. So I'll take him. And then I'm going to um, I'm gonna go Elijah Moore as well. Um, I was looking for a cheap He's receiver. going Flacco. He's going Flacco. <laughs> that, that, that locks in there right now. I was looking at Elijah Moore too. I'm like, all right. 
I, I was go going for a cheap receiver. I looked. I there the Trey Palmer. I was looking at. I was considering because third receiver, like Tony said, I really do uh, value that insight. We do get burnt by other guys a lot. Um, so you know, when we go back and look at the Arizona game, you know, he, Michael Wilson woke up in the second half. Come on. So um, exactly. Yeah. So I thought about and, and considered Trey Palmer, but I'll go Elijah. And uh, you know, they actually took him off the injury report last week and didn't play him. So it, it tells me he's healthy. Okay. Um, I'll continue building this game stack out. I got Goff with Amon Ron, Jameson Williams. Just a note, and we should talk this out after we're done drafting our teams. But Khalif Raymond, questionable. Um, Laporta, questionable. Um, you know, they might even both be on the doubtful side of things in my perspective. You know, tell them before your next pick, tell me what you're hearing out of, you know, how banged up the Philly offense is with A.J., Devontae Smith, and, you know, Jalen Hurst. I'd like to get an update from you. But with this pick, I will go Demarcus Robinson. And I'll be honest, I never played this guy the entire year. Um, yeah. I didn't know he was even on the Rams until, like, oh, like five great. weeks ago. You know, he, he emerged. And now he's getting targets. And if this game's a high-scoring game, you know, I need a, a pass option here from L.A. He's cheap. Kind of the same thing with Jamison get a long one or get in the end zone, and I'm cool. You know, the last four games that he played, the last five games he played, he got double digits. So it's, there's some consistency there. Four touchdowns out of five games. And then one game he didn't against the, the Giants, he went for six catches for 92 yards. So at 3,600, you don't need much, and you do have upside, and, and it matches my stack. So I'll go ahead and go to Marcus Robinson here. And tone Philly, how bad is Jalen? How bad is Devontae? How bad is AJ? Man, well, listen, when number one, Jalen, nobody's going to know. And like, because we don't know how he can grip the football, right? He did come back into the game that they is did he say. Is he throwing in practice nothing. right now? Is he, has he practiced this week? Is he throwing in practice? Well, yeah, but they're keeping it hush hush, man. Like, they, they just, you know, that's the thing, you know, because they have the Monday game, they could take it slow. And the biggest thing was, you know, the x ray showed there was no broke. Right. It was only dislocated. So it was able to yeah. be popped back in. But again, man, like I, you know, I think that's the most, the biggest injury of them all. I, I you know, Devontae Smith I, will be out there. I, I, I definitely think he'll be out there. Uh, you know, will he be limited? We're, remains to be seen, man. Like, you know, the, these ankles and knee injuries, we could practice all week. It could be like practice. The biggest thing is it's going to, we're not going to know until the game. But all both of these injuries to me, if they both play, and I, if you got to answer one or the other, I would say Devontae plays. And if AJ plays, listen, the one thing about AJ was AJ's was more walk, hurt than he well, because it was the MCL, right? So okay. you worry about that with the knee. So technically, Devontae's injury was worse, but it was to a you know, but AJ's was to a worse part of the body, right? Mm -hmm. So when you look at it that perspective, you do look that he was walking around after the game. Uh, he he didn't have crud. He didn't have a boo. He had a little sleeve on a knee. Uh, so I, I think AJ will be out there. I think they'll both be out there. I just we're not going to know how they're moving. So they get out there because, you know, look, you guys both know when you talk about an ankle or you talk about a knee, it's all about how can you cut and practice is not how you play. And we already know that the Eagles don't practice the way they play anyway. So, you know, we, we already know that's coming out. So at the end of the day, it's going to be those first couple cuts to be able to see, number one, can they cut? 
Are is it going to linger? Is it something that's going to limit them? And on top of that, can Jalen squeeze the ball long enough to be able to get enough spiral on the ball to, to, to get that deep ball out? It might actually force them, Jay, to play the way they should, which is crazy. It just ball. might force them. It might be you, know what I'll say, you know what I'll say to give Dave some hope because he's already given up on them? They're at like they're at, they're I have reason. No, I know you do. I know you do. I'm saying <laughs> the only thing to give you some hope and some positive is that they're at rock bottom, you know, and there's so much like their failures, they're done. That will bring them together more than it'll break them down at this point. You know, like if they lose to Tampa, it's like implosion, everyone's getting fired, it's a big problem. But like if they if they come together here and they win this one. That momentum where they're the underdog, they'll ride that kind of how they rode it earlier last year and in the playoffs, stuff like that. I think they get a little bit of that swag back coming in this way. Like if they came in like winning some of their last games and losing some of them, like, all right, they're still fine. And they come in and they get beat. It was kind of like a shock to them. Like they know how bad it's felt the last couple of weeks. So now they have some momentum from being on the bottom to like, you know, dog themselves back out and, and dig out here. So. That's the one positive that, you know, if I was the coach, I'd kind of be, look what they're talking about. And, you know, certain players, you got some captains and there's some leadership there. I'm sure they're they're talking that up there. So I wouldn't count them out. And they do get, like, who wouldn't want to play Baker Mayfield in the first round? You know, it's not Tom Brady going down there to face. It's, it's Baker, and this team is not good. Like, they just scored nine points against Carolina. Like, your defense – should be able to hold down Baker and Mike Evans or Rashad White. So, but yeah. they've been so bad, you know, but they should. And then if they do, then a little bit of that swag comes back. But if they're hurt going in, that's the worrisome part. But, Tone, you need a running back and you need a defense. So you're going cheap on defense, as you always do. And then <laughs> you're going to go up and get a court, get a running back here. So let's hear it. Yeah, you know, you guys kind of – you know, really hurt me here with some of these picks. So I had to, I had to pivot a couple times and go a, a couple different ways. You know, again, like I say, I throw everything out the window when it comes to playoffs. And when I look at this guy, he was on my radar. I know his last couple of weeks haven't weren't to where he was before, but he still was in double digit points. He still had the volume. So I'm going to go Devin Singletary at 5,700. I think. You know, one thing's for sure that we already know that, that Jim Schwartz is out there dialing up, you know, those those zero blitzes, those those stunts, uh, you know, maybe being putting, you know, the man right in the middle, which he did in the beginning of the year, um, you know, that no, nobody predicted. So I think that that's going to, you know, force C.J. Shroud to make some of those short plays, some of those dump offs. It's going to make Singletary very valuable. Uh, so I like Singletary, and I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins here, man. Um, I know they lost Bradley Chubb. I, you get it. I, I'm still not sold that KC is going to come out and just all of a sudden be the KC of old. I, you know, I think you see Patrick Mahomes, so at least two picks in this Ooh, game. I think okay. you'll – yeah, I do. You bet I, that. I, if, you, if you're saying that, bet that. If you think he's going to throw two picks, yep. go bet that. I do. I I, I honestly, I, I could see him throwing three touchdowns, but two picks. I, I think it's going to be that kind of game. I think that Pat's going to force a ton in this game, which is going to lead to, you know, it's going to lead to deflections of the ball. It's going to lead to. Miami bad, wins? I, I, they could. 
they could. I, I, you know me, I'm not a big game guy, but what I will say is if there was any time that I would think Miami could go into KC and, and rock the house, it would definitely be this year in this environment against that team who's not playing out the standards. And by the way, is a double freaking standard because at the end of the day, the Eagles are getting demoralized by the national media. Jalen Hurts getting demoralized by the national media. And Patrick Mahomes out there sucking ass. And KC's out there sucking ass. And nobody's talking about him. Right? Everybody, well, oh, that's okay. It's not the it's, quarterback. It's just, Mahomes, it's not the quarterback because Mahomes is just kicking. Everybody just dropping passes on him. And then they, they're playing at home. So they, they get a little bit more pedigree. Mahomes has the pedigree. He's got the Super Bowl ring. So that's why he's so not nobody, taking this. Oh, wait. So it's only the drop passes. That's the only reason. No, it, but I don't think oh, it's really ball. on Mahomes too much. Like, if these guys oh, are catching balls. What? So so what's wrong with Kelsey? I thought I thought Mahomes Kelsey, was, Kelsey's was playing great, bad. man. He made, quarter, he, made, he made receivers, I heard. Yeah, right? he, he does. But there's, there's so many drop passes, so. I don't know, man. I think it's a similar. I think the team's just as broken as Philly. I don't think the team can win a championship. I think they could, you know, that defense can win a championship. Yeah, their defense is better than their offense right now. But I don't think it's Mahomes, and that's why I don't think. And it's not Andy Reid per se. It's it's really the the wide receiving core. They just they can't catch the ball. Like it's really it's really but, tough to but win. That's that Andy Reid's fault. It's right? whoever drafted. Well, they got Rasheed Rice now. He's got to pepper Rasheed Rice a lot more, and they got to wake Kelsey up. And I think they'll. I think that's kind of you know both sides are kind of over over talked about because they got to talk about something. So it is what it is. And Buffalo gets the pass because they made a little run at the end, and now they get a matchup against Pittsburgh. But like, who knows what happens in the playoffs? I'll go Kincaid here. You know, if the wind is the wind. Um, Kincaid should be peppered with targets. Gabe Davis has been non-existent. He's banged up. He's taking well. my guy, bro. Yeah, he already has him. Oh, you yeah. have him? Oh shit! Stop looking oh, at my oh, team, oh, man. Oh, oh, you pulled a Dave. That's a. It, it, it was. He did pull. He pulled a Bellringer, uh, man. Yeah. Oh man, this is bad. I guess I got to go Dalton Schultz, man. That's terrible. Uh, I don't like Dalton Schultz, but there's nobody else to grab in that price range. So, um, <laughs> Cleveland defense. I want to stay. Far, far, far away. But last time against Cleveland, he actually had a pretty big game. But I'm assuming, you know, there were some injuries out there. But all right, give me Dalton Schultz. I'm not going to win this week. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see the Kincaid. That's a, that's a dumb move well, by me. But maybe Dalton. That's maybe just, that's a lack of respect, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Maybe all Dalton right. Schultz. You know, right. now maybe he now goes for a touch and has a big game. I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan of targeting Cleveland, man. Cleveland, they're, they're the best defense in the league right now. And, you know, Stroud is Stroud, though. Um, Nico had a monster game. So, you know, maybe they hang in here, but we'll see what happens. All right, cool. I, I've been on the bench for five or six minutes here, so I got to re- reply to a few things. First, Eagles um, talk. You're saying – you, you have confidence in Baker. Yeah, we let Drew Locke uh, win the last game against him. We let Kyler Murray play a perfect quarterback game, and Tyrod Taylor with 148. I put Baker Mayfield in all those categories. So I'm, I'm not so convinced that Baker won't do as well. We'll see. Um, but I've always said with the Eagles, it's health. And if they come back with a healthier version of their defense from early in the season, they'll have a shot. So we'll see. What scares me, Tony, is, is Ty Bowles likes the blitz. Oh, and yeah. So what Wink Martindale did against us this week. Yep. And even with the finger, whatever it is, 
He's got to find ways to read that blitz. So you're right. Other point, you're right. I, you know, and we'll see here. Um, I love the Patrick Mahomes debate. It is not all drop passes. I mean, he's fumbling the ball. He's falling backwards. Yep. Yep. Like, you're giving him an excuse by just saying it's drop passes. He has not played that well this year. He's good. He's great. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. I'll, I'll give him all that. But I think people are giving, to Tony's point probably, giving him a little bit of a free pass this year because they saw Oh, yeah, drops. they are. Yeah. Saw a few drops, and it's not it's not pretty boy's fault, right? So um, I don't know. I think he has struggled. I really do. But, you know, it's a new uh, – Oh, wait, wait, real fast. Uh, you know, not to keep going here, but how about this, Dave? How about the immaturity of Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Right? Oh, we're not talking about that, but we're talking about Jalen talking on the sideline, but we're not talking about Pat. Right, we're not talking. Pat is protected by the NFL, bro. He's the poster child. He can't do any wrong, man. It's as simple as that. I'm so sick of it. I really am. And and I I agree with some of those context. But hey, here I go. My last pick. Let me let you know. I got 6,500 left, and I got Puka Nakua. So in a perfect world, I might think about going Matt Stafford, as you can see, Tony Adams 60. 500. But I'm going Jersey Joe, baby. Jersey Joe. Like Jay. Jay Jay. 6100 so let's talk about this a little bit i'm gonna, gonna pull it down stop sharing what are you guys most excited for this weekend um most excited for uh betting some props for sure i got a ton of props already out there i will go over what i got real quick you know i went and got some early lines i got stafford before his number jumped yeah. uh tremendously i got him at 260 got that early um i believe Tony mentioned Brandon Cooks. I got him at 36 and a half receiving yards. Like that a bunch. Once I saw the weather in KC, I hopped on Pacheco over 60.5. I also got Justin Watson early at 21.5. It's going to be cold. I think he's kind of like the de facto number two wide receiver that Mahomes kind of trusts there. Um, also got Amari Cooper over 74 and a half. You know, he's, he's ready to go. He said he's good to go this game. Kind of rested for this game. Big game for him. We know what he did last game against them. And then, you know, two bets that I'm a little bit worried about here. Pickens over 40.5 with the weather. And Stefan Diggs over 61 and a half. Um, I'll be betting those. I'll be adding some more as well. You know, I'm excited about this best ball. I've been drafting best balls all day on draftings. Like I said, hit, hit me up in Discord if you want some advice on how I'm building. And you're really pushing all the chips in and trying to make it you know, to the finals and taking down the big prize because all these tournaments, you got to think that way. You got to think you're going for the top because they're so top heavy and you can't just be trying to, you know, get your money back. If, if you're just trying to get your money back, you might as well not play. So I'm excited about best ball, excited about, you know, betting props throughout. And, you know, there's not much left of the season. And the other thing I'm excited for, looking forward to, you know, I told you guys earlier, um, I'm not going to the game. But I'll be in Vegas for the event. Um, so I'll be heading out there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, doing some stuff. Um, it's going to be excited. So I'll be taking pictures, videos, hopefully getting some interviews of some players, doing some mini media or radio row shit. So it should be fun out there. Um, should be a great time. And, you know, I'm excited about doing that. My birthday's coming up. It's my friend's birthday. He's turning 40. So bringing them out there with me too. And who knows, maybe I pull a lucky slot or have some uh, crazy wins. Maybe I'll buy some Super Bowl tickets and go to the game. But I honestly rather be at the sports book. I think it'll be more fun yep. being at the sports book in Vegas. Like 
In other spots, like if you're in Arizona, you really want to be a bar or I'd rather be a home in New York. I'd rather be home in New York. But like Vegas, home in New York, I'll take Vegas. Like there's no other place like Vegas. Uh, Tony, never been there. you got to go. I've been there way too many yeah. times. I'm going to um, go. It's, I'm going to go, but it's going to be my wife. So Yeah, it's the craziest. I had a yeah. great time. Yeah, yeah I've been there multiple times with my wife. I went to two um, two Pacquiao fights with my wife. I've been yeah. there partying with my wife. It's a great place. I wouldn't just, my advice to you, if you're going to go with your wife, I would suggest bring other couples because That's, yeah. the, the nightlife awesome. is what you want to be part of. So if you're just like watching everybody else party and you and your wife are going to sleep like at 11 o'clock, like you're not really experiencing Vegas for what it should be. So if you go, you know, bring out a couple of the couples, some couple of your boys, a couple of his, her girls, whatever, and do it that way. But I'm excited about that. Should be the, you know, it's the first time I've been. I've been in New Orleans leading up to the Super Bowl, but I left like two or three days before the Super Bowl. Uh, my birthday is always around there. So my 30th, I went down there. I was close to it, but this we're really going to be there. And I'm expecting in Vegas, like this, it's going to be flooded with athletes, celebrities, you know, at these tables. So it's going to be. I'm going to be texting you guys some funny-ass pictures, yeah. um, you know, throughout the weekend. You, I'll throw them in Discord. Um, if anybody's going to Vegas, you know, hit me up. I'll be out there. Shoot a message in Discord or Twitter, email, whatever. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be a fun time. So I'm excited. And, and Dave, I know Tony's out, but if, if you want to swing on by, man, we'll have a man. good time for sure. I'll tell you what. It's so tempting, and but it's so close. I got to figure out some logistics, but – Plus, the Eagles might be there, right? So I got to think. About yeah, that. look, yeah, you, yeah. You just tell your wife you got to support your team. You know, you know, we'll figure it out. But yeah, if you want to come through, man, it's going to be right. a fun time, fun, fun, fun time. Love it. So I'm looking forward to betting this weekend. Coming off a nine and one streak the last two weeks, finish the season sixty two percent, forty nine and twenty nine, sixty three percent. Finish out the bowls with Michigan if you were following Deadly Sports. 1911 in bowl game, 63%. So really feeling. I wish I bet more money on Michigan, man. Like that was, that was too I, easy. Like I had it up there. I was like, I, no, I bet it. I bet him yeah. first half and I bet him for the game. Um, But like everybody was giving me like, yeah, Michigan should. Michigan should. I didn't get like so much like, oh, Michigan's going to just like roll them over, which they did. As soon as like the first quarter went through, I'm like, I, I, I texted a couple of them. I had that way too little on this game. Like, it was it was pretty much a lock from from start. Yeah, and and the only point here is when daily, we have memberships, we have subscribers, and you get this kind of inside inside info being a subscriber, obviously. So you can pay back your membership very quickly if you just play it smartly on some of this stuff that we're feeding you, not just in the betting market. What I do with Tony's, you know, parlays with his props and Jason's ladders. You know, you're gonna get there. You are gonna get your money back. So I'm excited to get out and do a playoff run this year. See, we're you know 13 games, you know, the magical 13. You know, not gonna not aiming for that, but can we get the nine and four, eight and five? Hey, let, me, let me ask you though, without the spreads, who wins these games? Take the spread right, out for a second. Cleveland, Houston, who wins? And it's funny, that, and I'll, I will answer that real fast, but last week I said the Bears, and I changed my pick to the Packers by game day because of some information that came through. I saw Fields, you know, kind of make fun of Green Bay uh, people. So, anyway, I'm saying this now, but read the article because these things could change. I think Houston has a real fighting chance, but in the end, I just think they're a little deficient at some of the pieces on offense. I think Cleveland pulls this one out. Miami, KC. I will take KC. I, I'm with Tony, though. It's sneaky close. This spread tells me Miami. I mean, it, it's Buffalo. under three. 
Buffalo, Buffalo moves on against Pittsburgh easy. Not saying you're going to run out. Not easy, but Buffalo. Okay. Dallas, Green Bay, who wins it? Dallas. Detroit, LA, who wins? Man, I've seen so many people say the Rams. And I'm going to say it too. They've won seven of the last eight. The one they lost was Baltimore, and it was in overtime. So the Rams are playing some sneaky, good, good football. And it's a terrible matchup for Detroit. Think about it. They haven't been in the playoffs you know, at home in forever. And now they got Stafford there. Oh, it's just such a bad, bad matchup. <laughs> and Mickey Bay, he's, got, he's like licking his lips to play Campbell too. Like I, I, He's yeah. so excited to go on a road in Detroit. Um, and then the big one for you guys, man. Um, Bucks, Philly, All right. Philly win. So what you said a little bit does make sense. It, here's the thing. It's Jason Kelsey's probably last game. I think he's going to be the coach of this game. I think he's going to rally the team. I think he's going to – you know, sit down. He already started to talk about it today. He's the most real of all of them. He said, we suck. This sucks. We need to look in the mirror. Instead, Sirianni's telling you, you can't forget about the first part of the season. Yeah, you can when you lost five or six, you idiot. Um, it's what, what you're playing now going to the playoffs. So I think for one night, one shining moment, Jason Kelsey will rally this team, and they'll rally around him. I'll take the Eagles in a close one. And, so, and I think it's the worst scenario for him because then we go to Dallas or San Fran and just get whitewashed. But I'll take Philly. All right. Tony, you're assuming Philly wins too. You're, you're backing your boys? No. No. They're going to lose in Tampa against yeah. Baker. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was close. Really? I think the Giants last week. So I'm I, listen, I, I thought the Giants, I think the Giants are better than Tampa. Like, Tyron is better I, I, than I Baker. Don't, I, here's the thing, their man. Their defense like, is better than Tampa's defense. You can, you can talk all day about whatever you want numbers, analytics, this, that. I don't really care. All I know is this team, nobody's no, they're nobody on the same page. They're completely broken. They're completely lost. The coaching staff is completely lost. This mm -hmm. team is hurting. Nobody looks like they give a shit. So they're out, man. I don't care what anybody. They've already they're asked out. I'm telling you that right now. They are out, and nothing good's going to come out of this game, in my opinion. Nothing. Nothing. Well, would it be worse for them to win? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. That's what like you gotta. Bank on as an Eagles fan, you're going against Baker. He's bruised up too. He looked like shit against, you know, Car like if you can't score a touchdown versus Carolina, like it's bad, man. That defense is bad. So I don't know. I think I think Philly, I think they win this game. I think they get some momentum back. But Dave, you got it right to like whatever they do next is yeah. It's worse. If I go to Dallas yeah. and lose by 40. I feel like yeah. I, I would have rather lost in Tampa. I think this is the one that happened this yeah. way. Yeah. Wait. So if you guys if you guys win and the Rams win, you go to Dallas. Yeah. And if if the Lions win and and you guys win, you go to San Fran. Yep. I would yep. still be more scared of San Fran than Dallas, but I know for your purposes, like oh yeah, you could stomach losing to San Fran. <laughs> yeah. You can't stomach losing to Dallas. Uh -uh. I get it. So the easiest out for you guys is just to say. Yep. Let, me, let me lose to Baker and like just blow this whole thing up. So I get, I get it. But I, I think I think the Eagles win that game. I think KC wins. Um, I think Cleveland wins. I think Dallas always chokes. I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be shocked if Green Bay figures a way to win. Um, everybody's expecting Buffalo to win, and they probably do. But Pittsburgh might be able to hang. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. Tell him what's your biggest upset or, or biggest bold statement that you've got going into the playoffs, man. Is it is it do the one seeds hold out? Do you have a shocker in Cleveland or or, 
or some oddball team like the Rams make it? What's your what's your your jigsaw take to the playoffs? Well, it's funny because you know you mentioned the Rams, and I'm a McVay guy. I'm all, I've always been a McVay guy, and I I've just watched him, and he's he's so much confidence, man. He's got so much swag. It, it, it's like Shanahan, man. Those two dudes, they they just walk the walk, man. They really do, and and that's what I love about them. They they are not afraid. Like you got Sirianni up there jumping up like some bozo. He can't walk the walk, right? You got you you got these two guys. So for me, I, I just I'm not gonna say upset. Like I just told you, I feel like I, I think the Eagles are gonna get the doors blown off. I do. I I think it's they're gonna go in. I and I think it just for I could see them going down and scoring and everybody in Philly going, We're back, we're back. And then next thing you know, boom, they lose like 31 to 10. I'm just saying, like, I, I just the team is no completely way. lost and just dis- and dysfunctional right now. So, but I, I'll say I'll, I like I'll, I'll, Rams. I'll tell you this I like the Rams I'll, a lot, man. Yeah, that, like, so to, now, I'll to, tell you to, this. to make a lot of noise. A so lot I'll of this. If, if Baker puts up 31 against your Eagles, I'll buy you a signed Baker jersey. They can put it. He can put behind you in your basement right now. No, dude, yeah. I, I don't want a signed jersey. I want one to wear. <laughs> I'm gonna wear one for every show, bro. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, I, I actually no. Better off buy me the robe he wears in the commercials, and I'll oh, wear yeah, that. The Baker, the show, Baker commercials. That? Yeah, yeah. No, like, and one thing, one thing, your McVeigh thing, man. Do you remember? I, I'm almost positive of this year, but like. There was talk that McVeigh wanted out of LA. He wanted to quit on them before the season started, and he turned that shit around. So, like, I don't know, maybe you know, they never would have got here without him as their coach. But That's shocking that you know he, he stuck with it, and he's still one of the best coaches. Like, you're starting to see like, if there's a young coach that can be the next Belichick, maybe not win as many you know championships, but McVeigh's that dude that you can see him be coaching in the NFL for like another. 20, 30 years. He's got the talent for sure. You know, you know what I really like about these playoffs is the, the, the coaches that we're going to be able to see, right? Like we already know, like don't even look at Todd Bowles and Sirianni, like, but you know, McVay, you know, uh, you, you, and then you go over to McDaniel, who's a little crazy, right? But, he, you know, and Quirky, he got Stefanski, who should be, for my money, coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans, which is another up-and-coming guy. Then you got the elder statesman in, obviously, Big Red and Mike McCarthy. And then you got the knucklehead out there in Dan Campbell. So, I think, you know, you, you have a lot. And Matt LaFleur, obviously, I forgot about Matt LaFleur. But I think you have a lot of uniqueness you know, within this playoffs this weekend. And I, I think that's going to be fun. But I'll tell you what, the one thing I'm looking forward to the most this weekend is just being done with the Eagles talk. I, I'll be honest, I'm emotionally drained. I don't, I really don't care at this point. Like, you know, this is what happened to me last couple of years with the Sixers. Like, I invested so much into them. And then when they just get blown out in game six and game seven, the players don't give a shit. Like, that's that's what happens to me. And and I'm I'm drained, man. Like, I'm drained with this team. I feel like serious. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to, honestly, I hate to say this, that really? if they do really? lose, which I think they're going to, just to be able to watch the playoffs as an NFL fan and not an Eagles fan, because I have no faith in them whatsoever right now. That's really interesting. One other point I was going to make, and you're talking about your Rams thing before we get out of here, the gap in the coaching between him and Dan Campbell can really be a big factor. Oh. Dan Campbell's going to do something, right? Something stupid. 
It's just going to have the combination, and then you got the combination of Goff and Campbell. It's like, if we got like a headstrong quarterback, you have like a quarterback who likes throwing picks, and then a, a coach who is on tilt half the game and wants to punch him on the face. Like, it's bad, yep. man. But I like Campbell. I think he's a good coach. You know, he got, he turned it around there, but like, he could have been sitting where Dallas is sitting right now, like, no sweat. You know, potential. Not that Green Bay is no sweat, but they could be sitting on the other side of the bracket right now if he doesn't went to OT, won that game, and then you know won in the final week as well. So, yeah, pretty stupid. Gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, man. It's definitely, definitely gonna be fun. But listen, man, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. It's unpredictable. It's always unpredictable. That's why they call it the playoffs, right? It's like any given Sunday. We talk about it all the time. I just, you know, we, we had an HRS live show last night, and I played the Pacino soundbite, the, the, the speech before the game. Like, you know, it just gets you fired up. And and that's what these players are going in for this year, man. Every single one of them. And there's so many storylines that we talked about. It's going to be a nice weekend of football. It really is. It's going to be a nice weekend of football. And unfortunately, I get to watch the funeral that's going to happen on Monday night. But, you know, that being said, what I will say, I want to I want to say one thing before we get out of here. And and this is this is just you know completely off the topic of these games. But, you know, Dave said about, you know, he's looking forward to betting. And, and you heard Jason talk about, you know, the models and, and the ladders that he's doing. And, you know, he, he gave you some picks and Dave said about, hey, listen, that's what we do over here in the community. What I will tell you is and I'm going to be 100 percent honest. What you have to look at eventually is, yeah, we have a tremendous partner program within the Wendell community that offers you so many different ways to get deals throughout these sports books. But here's the thing. Yeah, you do see them on any other web. You see them on ESPN. You see them on a commercial. You see them everywhere, right? But the difference is we explain to you how to actually use them. We explain to you how you can continue to get the deals through these sports books that they're giving you once you sign up, right? The no sweats, the bonus bets, the like – I'm telling you right now, and I'm sorry to call what it is, but most of the people that are actually telling you to sign up have no idea what it even is. Okay, so the best part about coming on with us is not only do you get it, but we explain to you the process. We take the time to explain to you how it works. How many times, Jason, how many times, Dave, have you gotten messages from members that say, yo, man, thanks so much, man. Like, I had no idea how that worked. I mean, am I wrong, fellas? Doesn't that happen all the time? All the time. I mean, just Monday, talking about the national championship game. People, you know, getting in detail, asking questions. We came in and we knocked out the value plays by just asking. Yeah, they come in all the time. And and, and I and I won't say this as like this overbearing salesman. I say this as there's a lot of scams in the world, right? And I'm not saying everything's a scam, but what I'm saying is just be very careful. Okay, just be very careful. We honestly are backing up what we say. And that like rat rat pack, congratulations. Gets a win. Rat pack DMs me yep. every single day, man. At Discord. Yo, what's the part? Yo, you taught me how to do these parlays, man. How to back off numbers. And I would have never thought of that. And like again, that's what we do. And again, so if you want to win and you want to have some fun and you want to be part of a family and actually understand what you're doing, that's why you join windowsports.com. So for Jason. For Dave, listen, man, everybody grab the glass of your favorite, finest wine, champagne, beer, whatever you want this weekend. Cheer it up. We're cheering to you. And let's have some fun. Let's have some money. WindailySports.com is where you find us. Everybody stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll catch you back here next Wednesday.